what is emotional intelligence? Most often it's defined as our ability to perceive, use, understand and manage our emotions. And Welcome back to the new episode, the second one of the series Applying Your Social Skills at Work with Anna. Welcome back, Anna. Uh, thank you, Christine. Uh, hello, everybody, once again. <laughs> I, I can't wait to record this episode. I, I know I say this with every one that I have on my podcast, but it's because I have so many exciting people <laughs> that I'm meeting and want to interview for this podcast to, to share the knowledge as well to, to you guys, you listeners. Um, if you haven't listened to the first episode of this series, I strongly recommend it uh, because you get to know the topic in general a bit better and Anna, of course. Um, today, we are talking a bit more about emotional intelligence and I was actually doing an introductory course a while back about it um not in depth of course but a bit uh, yeah introductory course what kind of areas are within it uh, i also uh, did some profiling with anna actually and uh, started to explore that a bit more so I'm, I'm very passionate about this topic as well i had it on my list for years uh, to dive deeper into so I, I was really really looking forward to record this because um, for me I'm learning so many things when I talk to people on my podcast so welcome back and uh, let's get started defining emotional intelligence uh, uh, thank you once again Christine for having me thank you everybody for being here and listening to us yes Christine and I we, we had uh, our chat and we explored more deeply the topic that we're going to discuss now about emotional intelligence and yes uh, we're going to talk about it we're going to mention it later um, what is emotional intelligence why is it important it's going to be um, and uh, we're going to give you some workplace examples today uh, hopefully that you're going to find uh, useful so but to begin with defining it what is emotional intelligence most often it's defined as our ability to perceive use understand and manage our emotions and there are so many definitions but this one would be the one that i believe um, has it all and although this term appeared in the 60s um, emotional intelligence actually became popular in 1995 uh, by the best-selling book of Daniel Goleman called Emotional Intelligence. And uh, he described it as the array of skills and characteristics that drive leadership performance. Now, what we can see ourselves that as well, there is hardly any job description nowadays that doesn't include these skills. Uh, collaboration, strong communication skills, being able to work under pressure, etc, etc. And all of these attributes are in a tight relationship with our emotions. And um, it's crucial to understand how we can improve it. So emotional intelligence is the foundation of any self-growth and self-development. And if you have ever wondered uh, what's the link between our minds and bodies, it is our emotions. Thank you for uh, this really easy to understand um, definition. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we already touched obviously on the benefits of resilience and emotional intelligence in the previous episodes, but maybe we point out specifically the benefits of learning about in emotional intelligence and not just learning about it, like you rightly said in the previous episode, but also making use of it um, and putting it into practice so uh, and then we, we're going to talk about some examples afterwards how to use put it into practice but let's maybe focus on some benefits for now 
Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, yes, there are many benefits, absolutely. And we did share some examples in our first episode. But uh, if you ask me for some top few right now, I would say, uh, first of all, to better understand yourself and your needs and wants. Uh, to uh, second thing would be to improve social relationships, whether these are personal or, or professional, it, it doesn't matter. Now, emotional resilience is improved as well when in stressful situation. Uh, handling change and transformation in work and in life. And understanding our own emotional triggers and behaviors, which goes into what we mentioned first, better understanding of yourself and uh, overall improved well-being and better stress responding, I would say, as top few. Uh, all kind of skills that everyone needs <laughs> and yes. everyone uh, should learn about. And I mean, uh, even, even I think for your private personal development, sounds a bit strange because private and personal, it's always personal, but even in, in your private life, maybe not business life, all of these uh, are very useful. I guess. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, because I mean, uh, it's very important to use our emotions wisely in all circumstances. Mm. Um, and when we're at work, so that we can show ourselves as authentic selves and to achieve some goals. Um, when we are in stressed situations, to be able to handle all of that. Mm. Um, emotional intelligence is a life skill. So um, it is changeable and learnable, good news, right? <laughs> and uh, it is actually key to having successful relationship. I say with ourselves and then with other people. And I'm not just saying that, we have numerous studies that have linked it to um, critical life success factors, such as uh, better effectiveness, relationship, well-being, quality of life. And um, we, um, we know that um, EQ, emotional quotient, has been found to be twice as predictive of performance as IQ. And I'm not going to go any further because I could go <laughs> on and on about this. No, but lovely, lovely. And um, we started already hinting on it, but let's uh, take some really concrete examples how you can make use of these. I mean, stress management, okay, um, mm -hmm. but other examples in the work environment because um, for now we focus on that. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. So um, workplace examples. Um, I will give you two that are quite common in our workplaces, I believe, no matter where we work. So the first one is that very often we see professionals who are really talented and qualified at what they do, but they cannot adapt their actions or communication according to a social situations. Have you worked with anyone like that before? The ones who are having good skills at their job, but they fail to connect with with people. Well, this is where developing EQ helps, right? Yeah. I believe we've all either been in these <laughs> situations, have experienced, experienced personally as well, uh, or been working with the people as such. So uh, the second uh, example would be that uh, emotional intelligence can help tremendously when dealing with change. Whether we are talking about changing company, changing career, moving to another position, uh, changing your work lifestyle, maybe. Whenever we need to manage our emotions and to understand them. So normally, when we go through changes and, tra and transitions, we tend to experience fear, right? Fear of unknown. And what is fear telling you? Do we understand it? Is it fear of a job interview? 
or maybe fear going to a new job. When we understand the messages behind our emotions, well, only then we can make the decisions that are the best ones for us. So um, in situations when we're going through any change, uh, EQ can help a lot. Some tips maybe on also how we can remind ourselves to make use of the skills. I mean, maybe if certain triggers, uh, maybe. I mean, what I always do is usually I do a little summary when I did a course or after each session of the course or something. And I, I sometimes even print things out or write them down um, to oh. remind myself uh, because it's easy to forget in the stress of the everyday life. Um, do, you, do you have some specific hints on there how mm -hmm. people could be reminded of, okay, now I could use this skill? <laughs> uh, or maybe it comes just natural in, with emotional intelligence, it becomes more and more natural um, because, I don't know, it's, it's a kind of skill that it's not like uh, you learn how to use Zoom or PowerPoint or something that you actually have to use the program. Um, maybe it comes more natural once you have this awareness. I don't know. Yes, well, um, what you said, uh, I think that we have to really be intentional, intentional about these skills. First, that we want to learn them or improve them, whatever that we are talking about. And then to really be intentional about using them. And it, it can be difficult, uh, uh, of course, um, in all situations to, to respond emotionally and uh, with our behaviors as we want it. But certainly with practice, it does become easier. It uh, does become something that is part of your behavior as well, because these skills are learnable and changeable. And uh, we have um, so many ways of showing it to you. We can measure them and we will talk about that as well but we can definitely improve them. There are so many ways that, that we can improve them. And now if you're, if you're talking about that, how you can do it daily without uh, a lot of extra effort, it doesn't really need to take a lot of your time. But um, think about this. Um, first of all, I'm a coach and I work with clients who want to work towards achieving certain goals that they have. And I'm taking that path with them. Right, but whatever that we want to achieve and whatever that we want to change, um, the work really needs to start with ourselves. So we're talking about self-awareness first. I mean, discover your true self, not who you want to be, but who you are right now at this moment. That's the place to, to begin if you want to, to improve it. And how you can do it easily, um, ask yourself this, have you ever heard of uh, the saying like you're the average of five people that you spend the most time with or anything like that i mean don't take this uh, literally really but ask yourself who are those people in your life who are influencing you i want to say become more aware of what influences you don't be literal but think of those people and can you see how are they influencing you try to acknowledge them and to see where they, their influence shows up. Is it in the way you talk? Is it in the way you, you behave? Um, are they influencing your beliefs maybe? And if so, which ones? So it doesn't need to take you a lot of time, but 
some self-reflection would help. You can journal. Uh, if you like journaling, it, it, um, it is actually proven to help a lot. And mm. uh, also uh, you can ask yourself right now in this moment, uh, what are you consuming? What do you consume? I'm talking about the influence from the books that you read, from the TV shows that we choose to watch, a hobby that we invest our time in. It's about mm, what we expose ourselves to daily that impacts who we are. Mm -hmm. And just becoming aware of them is giving us opportunity to, to do something about it. Mm. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Lovely. And um, with regards of measurements, because measuring mm -hmm. um, things are always important in the business world, let's say, um, mm -hmm. also in, the, in your personal life, I guess, but more in the business world. So can, can you measure outcome? Can you measure um, emotional intelligence? I mean, you mentioned it, of course, before um, the EQ, but yeah, maybe some more information about that. Yes, sure. Uh, well, uh, yes, we mentioned it's a learnable skill, but it's a measurable skills as well, uh, through scientifically validated skill set. And Christine, you and I, we had our experience with that. And uh, Six Seconds has developed tools to measure emotional intelligence. And um, as I'm their certified assessor, I work with people who want to measure their current competences and to see how they're using them, to see when, uh, where their strengths and potential, potential vulnerabilities are. And especially in leadership coaching, they actually serve us, serve us as a good start, starting point. So um, we can measure EQ. We have development reports. We have leadership reports. For, for example, they can give you like really in-depth feedback on your EQ competencies and their impact on life success. Uh, plus, um, they can give you specific methods how to grow EQ. So they can measure eight different EQ competences and uh, key success factors as well. So these assessments are um, actually psychometrically valid tests, and they've been used in over 115 countries so far. Very clear and uh, lovely that you can actually measure things. Uh, sometimes if you have soft skills, it's not easy to measure them. So that's uh, perfect. We talked about some examples of practicing it in the workplace. Um, do we have examples of these competencies in the daily life? I mean, we mentioned stress management already, but any other ones you would like to mention? Um, well, yes, um, I could give you a couple of more, not sure how much time they have, but let's say at work, if you're asking me this, so, um, many people are unsure of how they're coming across and how other people see them. So if uh, you're spending a lot of time at work, uh, that you're not working from home, as we mentioned, uh, uh, asking for feedback could be another really significant way to discover something about yourself. However, I have to mention here, uh, be very mindful of who you're asking the feedback from and how you interpret it. So um, what I mean by this, people who have your best interest in mind can be the ones to help you understand how people perceive you if you have somebody who you're close to in your office, if you have a colleague whom you trust and believe that they really have your best interest in heart, but also someone who you work very closely, you know, people who see you every day in all sorts of different situations. You can ask them 
You, you can ask them a couple of things. Try asking this. What do you think that I'm doing too much? Is there anything that you would want to see me doing more? Or something that you would want me to stop doing? Also, if you're in a team and we had this game played, uh, you can, first of all, use a couple of words to describe yourself first, like how you see yourself. And you can do it within, you can do it right now that, that you're listening to us within like three to five words, how you see yourself. Then you can write three to five words, how you would like others to perceive you. Then within your department, you can play a game. You can describe each other in three words. The any first three words that, that come to your mind, let's say you can play it anonymously, of course, if you wish. And then you can just read the response of others. You can be surprised, really. I like that you mentioned, okay, how do you want others to perceive yourself mm. and how do you see yourself at the moment or how do you think others perceive yourself? I always, because it can be difficult to, to yes. analyze yourself really and say, okay, mm. I'm, I'm like this, I'm like that. So tools um, that you, for example, offer can, can really help. And what also can help is that, um, for example, you can ask friends and family. Yeah, um, always when I um, worked with students, for example, where it's about, okay, coming up with a startup idea, so they don't have a specific idea, we look into, okay, what are they good at, and what uh, are they passionate about, for example, and then try to combine two things um, and come up with the most crazy idea possible and also less crazy ideas and always there yeah, um, sometimes people struggle with, okay, what am I actually good at, because maybe you're good at listening. But you, for you, it's natural. So you don't mention it as a skill because it comes so natural. And then you can ask friends and family, other people um, that you work with and ask, okay, what do you think I'm good at? As in these kind of uh, soft skills. So thank you for it. Uh, mentioning. Mm, I like your examples, Christine, yes. <laughs> yeah, and um, let's talk a bit about some uh, tips how to actually improve uh, emotional intelligence, any practical tips mm -hmm. that um, you already mentioned, okay, think about this, think mm -hmm. about that, um, but then any further ones that our listeners can um, mm -hmm. look into immediately? Always many, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I think that data helps now that you're talking about uh, these assessments, but um, not just these assessments, um, taking assessment and discovering things about your personality, about your preferences, that can help you. Um, you have so many that are free online as well. Um, your skills um, to increase anything that is validated and that can help you increase your self-awareness uh, from validated and scientifically based sources, sorry. Um, that would be a valuable option. And um, of course, uh, it is very important how we speak to ourselves. Um, I'm talking about the importance of our self-narrative because we tend to identify who we are with the thoughts we have about ourselves. And uh, the vast majority of our thinking actually happens on our subconscious level. <laughs> so. Um, therefore, uh, do not underestimate the power of your self-narrative 
and um, what you keep saying to yourself, let's say when you make a mistake, do you say, oh, I'm so stupid? Or do you say something kinder to yourself? Think about these things. Yeah, sales talk is, um, is one of the most difficult uh, talks to listen to. <laughs> I think because, um, yeah. and people say oh I'm not talking to myself sometimes they say this of course you're talking to yourself because your thoughts are talking to yourself mm -hmm. because you don't speak them out loud so that means why do you have these thoughts because you're talking to yourself and mm -hmm. then uh, it can be positive or negative words that you're using maybe feelings that uh, come up uh, through your um, self-talk so yes mm -hmm. everyone talks to themselves I just wanted to clarify that as well um, thank you for bringing that up. Any, <laughs> I'm glad I did. Yeah, really, really. Um, any final conclusions for today's episode? Well, I can talk about emotional intelligence a long, but um, I do host um, EQ webinars and there, there will be one soon and throughout the year. So if you follow me on socials, um, you can see the updates. You can also ask me anything that you want. I'm always on social media and I'm one of those, you know, people, persons, you know, the ones who would chat to everybody in the elevator, in the supermarket, <laughs> in social media. So if you have any questions, uh, of course, I'm here to, to help you answer them. Yes, thank you. So uh, anyway, like uh, you probably know by now you find all the contact details on my website creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast and if you find the apply social skills at work series there you have all the links and um, can uh, yeah dive deeper into this topic and um, in the first episode we mentioned resilience and emotional intelligence how they how they relate to each other and the next episode actually will be about resilience so stay tuned until next week and make sure again to listen to the first one if you haven't done that yet and i'm excited to record the third episode with you soon thank you so much for your time anna thank you everybody thank you that was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.